Welcome back to Undecidedly Ridiculous, the debate podcast where the arguments don't matter, but the winners do. Brought to you by Sin Media, I'm your host, Alex Linton. And I'm Meg Whitfield. This week, we're discussing reading books. More specifically, how many is too many? All right, Alex, take it away. Well, Meg, my argument is two is too many. I think that an appropriate amount of books to read at any one time is one. And basically, this is why. So, when you're reading a book, right... You're going to immerse yourself in that book, okay? You're, gonna, you, you're in the world of the book, yeah? Mm-hmm. You fully exist alongside the characters. Yeah, I don't disagree. You don't disagree, so you accept that. Uh-huh. Now, what's going to happen if you immerse yourself in a book and just midway through the book, through the story, mm-hmm. you pick up another book and suddenly you're immersed in that book? And now, and <laughs> now, an issue. yeah, and now you're not immersed in the first book you were reading. You've just completely dropped it. So, at what point, like, how is it okay to just abandon a book? Like, this, that is an emotional attachment that you have to that book, <laughs> and you just left it in the trash for another book. And, like, <laughs> but, throw it out. Yeah, but then you're, but then you're gonna go back to it like a, like a scorned lover that you just. <laughs> Use and then return to. I just don't see how it's okay to to read. Multi- you don't even. You're not even just advocating for like a couple of books. Like maybe if you were reading like a non-fiction book and a fiction book or something that mm-hmm. might fly, or like a picture. I don't know. So, but like you're just reading like half a dozen books at once, and I don't see in what universe that could possibly be okay. All right. Well, let me counter that. Also. Just want to say a quick welcome to Frankie, who is our guest for the show. Did forget she was in the studio with us, I won't lie. Thank you. Frankie, thanks for being on the show. Okay, so my thing is, when you, you do submerge yourself in that environment, but once you close the book, you're out of it again. So it doesn't matter. You can pick yourself up and just drop yourself into another world. That is the beauty of reading. You get lost in that environment for the time that you are reading that book. And the other thing is... The books you'll be reading are so different. So say I'm reading one that's quite heavy. It's got really dark themes. It's, you know, a pretty intense read. Now and then, that's not what I'm looking for. If I'm just trying to unwind after a long day, I don't want to pick up a heavy book. I want some light fluff that really doesn't matter. And it'll transport me somewhere else so I won't be thinking about the stress of the day or whatever. But I get to just enjoy that. And then when I'm ready for the full-on book, I'll go back to that. There is no issue. I just get to experience more worlds. But, but <laughs> there's the problem, right? The book doesn't stop when you close it. Like, you, you experience feelings and, and you connect with the book. And that, just doesn't, that doesn't just disappear when you close the book. Like, if I'm reading a book and it's like a real page turner, mm. I'm still... I'm thinking about it all the time when I'm not... Re- like, I'm just... That book is my life. Yeah. I, I'm always thinking about that. But what's your emotional range if you're not capable of reading more than one book to feel emotional about, buddy? Like, no, no, but like my emotional range is my emotional range <laughs> is fine. Oh my god, I was going to use that quote. It's, 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 it's not just... A fellow book it's... lover. I'm sure she's read many in a time. I can, I can read different kinds of books, but uh-huh. I just think that you should commit to a book <laughs> one at a time. Like, you should give that book your full attention... When you're reading it. like, But if you can't give it your full attention, it's okay to put it aside now and then get a different one until you're ready to fully commit to the other book. Think I think a- sometimes you want a day where you're just reading and so then I'll you know, get the first book I started reading and I'll just completely invest myself in it. It won't matter. I can you know, lose myself to all other 
environmental factors just focus on this book but sometimes I just want to read two or three pages and certain books aren't suited to that kind of reading and so in those circumstances I'll pick up a different book and just lose myself in that one instead. See I think that's a very reductive view of books like <laughs> they're just so much more than that you can't just flip and flit in and out of a like oh, it's just <laughs> it's sacrilege I just don't understand <laughs> Sacrilege how. is like writing in a book drawing in a book if you damage the book in oh, any way dogging the sure, pages okay. dogging oh taking like use the proper bookmark yeah, are you telling me that you have a problem with marginalia i'm sorry please repeat like, the phrase right right no your no book that's page? not what i'm saying <laughs> i don't dog ear book pages i would just like to say that is blast that is slanderous yeah. that should be like defamation you can't just throw Singing that out in court, into the world seriously. as though it's true like Rebel Wilson, I, you are my inspiration. <laughs> no, but like even in high school when we were meant to be annotating, yeah. I used grey lead so that I could go back and rub it out so the book looked new. But the, but okay, no, I didn't do that. No, really? Or, no, but or I, I had think, sticky notes that I, I drew having on notes instead. In your book, in like it makes it more yeah. personal. No, like because that's your copy of the book. Right? It's just tarnishing the book. You, How is the tarnishing? You can't the book? take it different because a book needs to be respected and to respect yeah, you are it. You respecting ke- it. No, you need to keep it clean and need, it needs to look like new. Even if you've read that book seven times, I don't care. I want it to look like I've just bought it. That is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. So I was thinking that you can only commit to one storyline at a time. <laughs> no, okay. but it's not about the storyline. It's more like. Because you invest yourself in a book. Like, mm-hmm. it's a piece of you. Like, yeah. every book that you, like, truly loved, right? That's, like... So I just share myself around. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Megan's polyamorous. I'm some truths. <laughs> there we go. The truth comes out. It's no, We're not really talking about books here, are we, Meg? Neither are you, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other thing to think about is... One of the appeals of reading is that it brings people together. You know, you get to share in these experiences, you learn about the characters, you might find yourself in a certain character and then you bond with someone over that. You know, the amount of conversations we've had, the three of us being, if we were in this TV series, which characters would we be? Me reading multiple books at a time just means that there are more opportunities for conversation. I can draw on three different books, three different worlds and find those connections instead of having to limit myself to one at a time. Yeah, but you could finish the book and you don't just forget about the book when you finish it like you can no. still connect with people once you finish yeah but it's and more like, submersive while you, you read, read it. three books simultaneously it's still going to take you as long to read them all as if you just read them sequentially disagree uh what do you mean you disagree <laughs> okay well sometimes <laughs> sometimes you'll pick up a book you'll start reading it you put it down for four months or something mm. You know, uh, like, we, no, we've all done it. Mm, okay. Yeah, I do that. I'm sorry. We've all been there, yeah. right? We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> but if I... Sometimes when that happens, I'll put one book down for a couple of months and I'll pick up another one. So while I'm technically still reading the first one and that's no, taking I three months, it, I've I th- I finished another one I think in that situation, you're not reading the first book. I am, yeah, you are. You're not reading. You're not in the process of reading okay, that book. Okay, but when I pick up that book, I'm not going to go back to the start. Yeah. I'm no, going to go like to the page. No, but it's like a sabbatical. Like, let's not, like... Like if you I'm hang on long term service, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like if you're if you take a maternity leave on that book, if you've been a podcaster for <laughs> ten years, fling with another one, <laughs> and you take six months off from your podcasting, yeah. you're not podcasting while you're not. Podcasting. You're technically still involved with the podcast. If anyone asks you, do you do but a podcast? Over, yeah, right? I do. You, you still did. do a podcast? No. If you have <laughs> intent to go back to it, you still do the podcast. 
You're on a pause, yeah, but you're okay. still involved. I agree, but I just don't think that you're in the process of reading that book if you, like, out... You just... It's not something that you're reading day to day. Yeah, but I often am not reading day to day. I'm a busy girl, Alex. I've got <laughs> lots to do. <laughs> I'm learning more and more about you, I mean... <laughs> What about in terms of savouring a book? Like, would you not yep. advocate for reading multiple books to try and draw out a like a really well, enjoyable reading experience? If you were really enjoying it, I think you just read the book and then you no, turn I back to the first page and then you read it again. No. It's like, you know that thing where it's, it's... When you see that there's not many pages left of a book that you've been loving and you're both excited that it's all going to come together and you're also terrified because you know there is yeah. not enough left of the book to solve all the problems. And the first time you read it, it's always going to be the best. Exactly. Like, you can never oh, have that I, I experience disagree. again. I don't think the first time's the best. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. No. Whoa. Whoa. If, you're, if you're reading something that has that is like multi-layered, like we're talking like onion books here. <laughs> if you're reading an onion book, then it is quite possible that you're going to find a better layer when you read it the second or the I, third or no, the fourth time. I disagree. I don't think you're going to find a better layer. You might get a deeper layer and you'll you're obviously going to pick up on things that you missed out the first time. I definitely found that with The Hunger Games. Rereading them, I found the second book so much better than the first time I read it. But I, I'm sorry. Do not judge me. For my <laughs> I'm not choices. judging you. I'm, I'm not, not judging. judging you. No judgment here. You are. Right. Oh, shush. <laughs> okay, but my point is, nothing will recreate that experience of reading the first one where I put it down and then I was like, no, I can't sleep. I have to keep reading. And so I'd pick it up again. The next time I read it, I kind of knew what was coming. So yeah. while I was seeing new layers and the characters and things that I didn't notice, there wasn't yeah. that adrenaline rush of what's coming next, you know? Yeah. What's going to happen? I just I just think it's... Mm, I think it's more rewarding to find those deeper layers than it is just to, like, discover the plot on a surface level, though. Like, yeah, but again... It's, it's, I think, it is satisfying yeah. having the plot, like, fully resolve and mm. you know Learning the story for the happens. first time. Mm. But I think that finding that deeper stuff makes you feel like you really know it, mm -hmm. which I find more satisfying. But again, I think it depends on what kind of books you're reading. Because and that's the other some, thing. Like, yeah. you're not going to notice, like, say... So, like, every different author has, like, mm. their own style of prose. And then mm -hmm. if you're grabbing yourself out and putting your... Because, like... It takes me, like, 50 pages or whatever to get used to the way an author is writing. Like, yeah. just to get used to their sort of pacing and rhythm and stuff. And, like, if I'm pulling myself out of a book and putting myself with some other author's work, I'm going to be... Like, you just... It's just... It's going to be jamming. Like, you're going to get... <laughs> this seriously doesn't sound like books anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, Frankie. What does it sound like? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just leaving that out there for interpretation. But, like, don't you think that... You, you get what I'm saying? Look, I kind of understand, but I think that when you've been reading for a long time, you also know the kind of genres that you like and you're going to find similarities in the books anyway. So it's not going to be such a different experience from book to book that you're going to need to solely focus on this one book. Obviously, just better at but multitasking. I, think, I, just, I think that even in the same genre, like, different authors can be, like, radically different. They can be, yes, but... And, like, some uh, authors are more yeah. challenging than others as well. So Which like, is when you need the light book to cut through it all every now and then. No, but then That's you're just distracting yourself in. from the book. You're just <laughs> distracting yourself. You're giving yourself a break. Exactly. Sometimes you need a breather. It's the same as watching TV shows. You're never solely watching one TV show. What if you have your... No, friend? but TV no. shows are different because no. TV shows are episodic. I'm sorry, but... So it's like reading chapter to chapter. <laughs> no. It's the same. It's not the same thing. Yes, it is. It's not the it same is. thing. It is. It 
isn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it kind of is, though. It's like, okay, it's not, though, because episodes are, like, standalone things, whereas chapters not aren't. Not really. They no. They are, though. They exist in isolation. Like, not they're, necessarily. They're so clearly separate, like, from... The other but episodes. They, they're all they have link. their own story arcs. Chapters but, don't necessarily. But they all link back to the wider story. So you're still losing... You don't lose yourself simply in an episode. You get lost in the whole series. What's the overarching theme? The best th- thing in a TV show is when there's all the different things that come together. It's, but you're not going to necessarily have to watch it from start to finish to really enjoy it. But the, here's the thing, though. It's not, it's not like watching episodes of a TV show. It's like watching the first act of a movie and then switching to another movie... <laughs> Watching that movie and then going back to the first movie. That's what you're doing. No. No, I think it's more like a TV series than it How is, is a it? movie. Because... One book is one movie. Okay, but what... okay, say we're talking about a book series. Yeah, it's multiple movies. It's not multiple. No, it's no. Not. Yeah, it is. It's like Harry Potter was seven books. What about Game of Thrones? They turn into movies. Ooh. Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to butt out here because I have not seen it or read it. <laughs> Frankie, take I've stay. seen and read both, Game of Thrones, and it's Game of completely Thrones is, is game, but it, I think it's quite different because Game of Thrones is such a... It has so many convergent storylines, whereas, like, something like, for instance, Harry Potter, or, like, a movie, right? Because, like, you can clearly tell, like, books that get turned into movies, it's because they have such, like, clear and sort of... Not simple, but... It's easy to compress them it's into 90 minutes. Yeah, into a couple of hours, yeah. yeah. Whereas something like Game of Thrones could never be condensed into a film. Um, so that's a bit different, I think. But, like, in general, like, books get turned into movies more often than they get turned into TV shows. And the reason is because they are more similar to films. Narrative... 13 reasons why. You've given me, you've given me two books that got turned into TV shows. We're not... T- I think... I, think I, I don't want to talk about that TV show. I don't want to talk about that no. TV show. I think show. I should be struck from the record. <laughs> And if you would like to start, if you would like to start listing with me some of the books that have been turned into movies, because I'm pretty sure that there are far, far more. I'm just more. trying to think of other shadow TVs. hunters. You're literally just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm doing what there are now? Literally, there are My laptop is black. There are literally countless <laughs> books that have been turned into films. Yeah, but there are also countless books that have turned into TV series. There are so come on, you cannot, you cannot argue with Pride me. Pride and Prejudice. Oh. That was a movie. Uh, Colin no. Firth rising out of the lake was definitely a mini series. It was a mini series, <laughs> and we want to thank them for creating it. God bless BBC. <laughs> really took one for the team there. That's a good one. Thanks, Colin. All right. So to summarize, I think that you can read as many books at one time as you want to. Whatever feels right. Don't be constricted by what people like Alex will tell you. And I would like to say that Meg clearly has commitment issues. <laughs> well, and... <we> that. <laughs> <laughs> and she just simply can't bring herself to... She just can't tie herself down to one book at a time. It's true, but and I see should. no issue. She should. <laughs> Frankie? Thoughts? Feelings? I mean... Final verdict? Yeah, I had a pre-existing bias, but I'm with Meg on this one. I think... It shows a lack of imagination if you can't dip in and out of multiple books at a time and find yourself equally immersed in all storylines and connecting with all characters, whether it's light, heavy, or anything in between. Like, if you can't pick that up again after dipping into other things, I don't know what that says about you. I would just like to say that this was an absolute (laughs) stitch-up. 
<laughs> and the, from the moment that we walked into the studio, Frankie was clearly going to side with Meg. Nonetheless, the tally is now at two to one for Meg, and I'm pretty happy with how it's turned out. So to summarise, this has been Undecidedly Ridiculous, brought to you by Sin Media. Today we were talking about books, how many is too many, and as we've discovered, there is no limit. The limit does not exist. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.